Hey guys, if you're looking for some luxurious shea butter, head on over to my Instagram, Healing Muslima Official, and go ahead and drop me a DM. We have several different scents. Um, I also have a mango butter option for those of you that are allergic to shea butter. So go ahead and head on over there. Welcome back to Tears and Flowers. It's your favorite Healing Muslima Z, and I am here today. I'm going to jump right into it because uh, the Daddy Issues episode, uh, you know, I'm always reflecting after I do an episode anyway, but that episode has really been on my mind a lot lately, and um, I was just in the shower, actually, and um, it was on my mind, and it brought to mind a couple of weeks ago, excuse me if you hear the my bracelets jangling, but uh, it brought to mind that... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, someone was, you know, asking me questions and, you know, they asked me, you know, was I a practicing Muslim? You know, I said, yeah, all this other stuff. So, and this person knows that uh, my father is a Muslim. And so they just assumed like, oh, wow, okay, well, um, so, you know, your mother was Christian and your father was Muslim and now you're a practicing Muslim, so, you know, they just assume that uh, my father is the reason why I practice. And that bothers me for many reasons. If you listen to the Daddy Issues episode, you'll figure it out. But I just really, that episode really, I think me speaking those things out loud, for the first, some of those things were things I was speaking out loud for the first time. I had thought many times, but I had never spoken it. And I think after speaking it, um, I don't know, it did something to me. And so I've kind of been ruminating on it. You know, I've had a couple of days where, you know, I was just feeling emotional. And, you know, just needing some comfort and stuff like that. But then today... I started thinking about it and I was like, hold on, like just thinking about me, who I am, how I am, um, the very nature of me and how I am. I was like, you are definitely your mother's child. Okay. Like, and so I often think about my mother as, um, you know, a woman and a human being separate from being my mother because um you know we went through a lot of things growing up and you know but out throughout all of that I never lost respect for my mother never disrespected her um and we were always close and so I'm like hold on you gotta let these people know why you are the way that you are okay because to like really understand me or to even get a authentic glimpse of who I am, you first have to understand or have some kind of um, knowledge of who my mother was. Because I absolutely wholeheartedly believe right now that I am a practicing Muslim woman today because of my mother. And she was not Muslim. Okay? So... Just thinking about the type of woman that my mother was, as my mother, she was, um, 
you know, she was like my rock. She was my world. But, um, like, we had a really close relationship, and we laughed a lot. You know, we did a lot of things together, even, you know, in her days of, uh, you know, her, her nonsense, her drugs and all that. A lot of times I'd be with her. So, like, even after, when my mom finally made the decision to, um, you know, get her life together, get clean, and she moved out of New York City, um, like, it, it took, I started realizing as an adult the amount of strength that it took for her to do what she did, and... I was sitting here thinking, actually really proud of my mother because once she left that life behind her, she did not go back to it. And I feel like on the other hand, people assume that, you know, my other parent would be my role model because we practice um, seemingly the same religion the same way and all of that stuff but my mother she kept me wanting to know God I have to say that there was a really big difference in my relationship and my POV of who and what God was differed so much between when I was with my father as a Muslim child and when I was with my mother going to church, like with my father, it was like, I really can't say I learned anything about God except like punishments. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't, it was oppressive. It wasn't an environment where you wanted to have a loving relationship with your creator. Like it was something that was surrounded by fear and, like, it was just a whole separate um, environment and scenario than when I was with my mother going to church. Like, I loved going to church with my mom. I sang in the choir. You know, we did all kinds of things. And having that with my mother gave me this uh, this deeper a feeling of wanting to have that connection with my creator, okay? So even though as I started getting older, I stopped going to church, and that's because, you know, I started questioning things, and I didn't like the answers that I, were get, I was given. And so, you know, it was time for me to use my own um, thinking and decide things for myself. But um, I still, even in my early 20s, had not, you know, ascribed to any particular religion or anything. Like, I knew there was a God. I knew, you know, I had a creator. I knew I had to answer for my actions and all of that. But there wasn't nothing that um, I wanted to say that I belonged to or that I really felt. And so it was after my mom passed away that I really, really felt the need to gain that connection again because that was the only time that in my life 
as a child growing up that I felt a connection to my creator was was when I was with my mother in church. And so around 25 or so, you know, I tried to start going back to church. It just never, it, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get that same thing because I'm a person that likes to ask a lot of questions. I like to know things. I like to know why things are, how they are, and all of that type of stuff. And so my questions that were genuinely, like I was genuinely searching for God. and But my questions would be met with, you know, anger and, you know, just like, I, like I had a point to prove or something or I wanted to argue, but I really was really searching and I didn't find it in the church. And so I spent a few more years just straggling along, you know, doing whatever. But again, it was my mom instilling that need for a relationship with your creator that just kept me yearning for it and wanting to um, have that because I knew to, I knew I had to get my life going in a different direction than where it was going. And I knew the only way that I could do that was by having um, a connection with my creator. And so I searched and searched and, you know, I would read things. Now, mind you, my oldest children um, from my first husband uh, he was not Muslim. I was not a practicing Muslim when we married, nor when I had our children. But, you know, my children still have Muslim names. And even then, you know, I think I always knew I would come back to Islam maybe one day. Because even then, when I first got married, you know, I wanted him to practice with me. But it wasn't something that he wanted. And then I kind of just trailed off from it. But as I started just really searching and wanting to have that connection because I felt like my life was just like free falling. So, you know, I started reading, um, you know, different books on, you know, women in Islam. And before that, I was reading books by, you know, the Nation of Islam. I was reading like a whole um eclectic sort of collection of books just to kind of get um, a broader view of what was out there, the different ideas, the different theories, everything. So um, I started out with a book called uh, Black Goddess, I think it was. I can't remember who the author is now off the top of my head. But that book actually started um, kind of giving me a pride in in my in sense of self and who I was as a black woman and that just tied me into my mother again because my mother was one of the strongest people I've ever known in my life and she was little well little in height but like me you know my mother had a big personality she had a powerful personality I don't know. I don't think my my personality is as powerful and and just oh man as as hers. But um, you know, my mom was she was not a fearful person. My mom was someone that you know she stood on she stood her ground. And it's funny because I heard I heard all these stories 
you know, that my mom used to tell me and family members, aunts, uncles, whatever. And my siblings used to tell me about my mom, um, you know, growing up and, you know, even when she got into martial arts, like my mom was a third degree black belt. She was nothing to play with. Okay. And her teacher, which was my uncle Jerry, my aunt Carol's husband, um, which was her sister, he was a master. And so he taught the family. And so that's how my family ended up, um, a large part of my family ended up getting into martial arts. And, you know, my uncle wasn't the type of teacher that, you know, took it easy on you. Like you had to prove yourself in order to be, ooh, hold on. <laughs> Subhanallah, it's not time for <laughs> Salat. This, I set this clock wrong somehow, and it's always going off at the wrong time. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah, so my uncle, he wasn't the type that, you know, would just let you pass on to the next level or whatever because, you know, you memorize some movements or whatever. Like, you had to actually fight, and you had to win. And so I remember... Um, hearing a story of my mom when she was 15 and she was riding a city bus and she had like a bandana tied on her head and she was on her way to my uncle and aunt's house I believe um for her lessons and it was two dudes on the bus and one of the dudes uh, grabbed her scarf grabbed her little bandana and tried to yank it off her head and needless to say she demolished them, both of them. And that's how she got passed on to her next level. When I don't even remember what belt she was on at that point. But, like, that's just the type of woman that my mom was. Like, I never saw her um, be afraid. Like, she was, she would stand up for people. I've seen, like, my mom was just amazing, yo. She was, she was strong. But just like my mom like my mom would love fiercely okay and she made some foolish decisions in in her choice of spouses <laughs> okay just like I did and you know when you when you love that uh deeply and that completely you have to be really careful and see, I think that's where a lot of women that are extremely strong, that's where we falter. That's the kryptonite, okay? And I think that's many women. <laughs> and um, so, but my mom still, um, she still wasn't afraid to love, even though, you know, she had been devastated by um, the men who claimed to love her, including my father. And you know, my mother was raised in a strict Catholic home, you know, so it's not like my mom was for the streets, okay? She wasn't. She was a good girl. And, you know, next thing you know, she's with my father, and now she's using drugs. But everybody will look at me now and see me cover, see me practice, 
and they're just like, oh my God, mashallah, you know, you're, you're Muslim because of your Abby and all of these other things. And it's like, excuse me, like my father does practice Islam, but don't automatically assume that that is why I do it. Because if I had gone off of what of Islam I learned as a child, I would never, ever think of returning back to this religion. It was not an environment that fostered love for God at all. And a lot of people might not like that I'm saying it. And even in these episodes, when I try to speak my truth, I try my best to be respectful of other people and their feelings. But I also have to speak the truth. And that's the truth of the matter. I did not learn how to love God, how to have that, you know, to want to converse with him like a, a, a beloved one. And like, I got that from my mom. And so when everybody is all like, you know, gushing over whatever idea they have in their head of why I practice and the way I practice and all these other things, it's like, I, I start to get upset a little bit. I'm not going to lie because y'all not going to keep throwing shade at my Christian mother. You understand me? That's what we not going to do. And I've had to even have words with my father. Like, that's what we not going to do. We not going to ever throw shade at that woman. Because that woman, man, listen, let me tell you. She raised me. Okay? She raised me as a Christian. She didn't practice Islam. But if I would want to be like someone as far as their character as far as how they treated people as far as you know the love that they gave I will I, you know I would look to my mother not my father so like we not gonna overlook my mom because she wasn't Muslim and you know shine all this light on somebody else just because they were Muslim when really that person had almost nothing to do with, um, you know, me turning into the person that I am other than the hurtful parts. So there, there weren't many, you know what I'm saying? Like happy memories that I can remember, honestly, with my father as a child. So it, when I'm thinking about the kind of memories I want my children to have of me after I'm gone, those are the kind of memories I want my kids to have. So I just want to, like, celebrate my mother because she was dope, like, seriously dope, and she could beat your behind. But you know what I'm saying? My mom, she was just, when she set her mind to something, there wasn't no stopping her. I'm the same way. And when I love, I love just as deeply as my mom did. Now, I'm trying to take her story as a woman, um, separate from her being my mother, and just learn from her story, you know, all the things that I know about her, learn from her and who she was, and try to um, 
just do things a little bit differently than she did because I think in a lot of ways the hurt that my mother went through it damaged her in ways that she never recovered from I think she really had a hard time recovering from it and you know she put on this brave face for me and you know she she did what she had to do but I really think that like there were some hurts in her life that she never recovered from like ever and I don't want to go all into that right now because it's a lot it's a lot to unpack but you know if y'all if y'all are wondering why I am the way I am and why um I can't even talk about these kinds of things the way that I do it's because I am definitely Denise's child like I'm her child I get her strength like my mom was a lion and that's how I think of myself like I know I'm little people be laughing at me like yeah okay little mama but <laughs> when they see that other side of me you know they realize that they're dealing with a formidable opponent okay so and I'm not talking about, you know, violence or fighting or nothing like that. Like, my mom was, she was something to be reckoned with. You know what I'm saying? And you knew that when you were in her presence. Like, you, you didn't want to test her. You wanted her respect. You know what I mean? Like, you knew if she respected you, you earned it. And so, like, it meant something to you. And, like, my mom's was, like, just that type of person. Like, I didn't play with people disrespecting my mother. Like, that is one of the quickest ways that you could get me angry was to, like, try to say something about my mom. But, you know, back in the day, your mama and all that other crap, you know, them was fighting words. So, like, that's how I felt about my mom. So, like, that everything that I'm going through now, this healing, these reflections, these revelations, these, um, even the, the parts that hurt, it it always brings me back to my mother and her strength and the things that she taught me and just the things that I learned that are just and the things that are just inside of me just from me being her daughter. And, you know, after she passed away, I had a dream about her. And in that dream, I was just I had my head on her lap and I was just crying because I felt the crushing weight of her loss like it, it it just was it was a lot and she just rubbed my hair like she used to do I used to love my mom playing in my hair and she just rubbed my head and she just kept saying it's okay like you're strong and you know she was talking to me the way she did you know when she was living and it kind of turned me around it got me to really stop um focusing on the pain of losing her and focus more on trying to celebrate who she was and being blessed to have been her daughter and to have learned so much from her like if you like man she i, I wish she was here because there's man a lot of things that i went through in my life in my in my marriage 
I don't think I would have went through had my mom still been here. Okay? Because <laughs> my mom would have been at the door. <laughs> she ain't leaving. And something would have been going down. Okay? My mom, nah. Ain't nobody going to be putting hands on her on her daughter. Oh, no, not her sunshine. No, ain't going to happen. So, you know what I'm saying? The whole time, I'm I'm looking for, you know, the men in my family to protect me. And, you know, it's crickets. If you look now, they still homies with him. You know what I'm saying? They family. So, I already know with my mom, it never would have been that. You know what I'm saying? So, let's give one up for a real one. For real. Let's stop even focusing on these images that we see and assuming that we know um, the reasons behind why people are how they are or why they do what they do or where they draw their strength from or their inspiration. Like, stop it because y'all going in the wrong direction. Let's bring it back. And I just wanted to introduce y'all to Denise Antoinette Spriggs because she was a real one and I don't think I've, I've, I've known another one like her since and I don't even think I ever will besides myself and I don't even think I'm a quarter of the woman that she was I hope to be one day you know what I'm saying inshallah and when I think about me leaving this earth and the deeds that I've done and the memories I've left behind I think about my mother and I always feel like me being a good person on this earth is the best way that I could ever even attempt to repay her for everything that she sacrificed for me and the way that she loved me because nobody has loved me like she has since and nobody ever will except Allah. You know what I mean? So it's like I want to I want to be I want to be to other people what she was to me when I leave this earth. That was my example. That's why I am the giving, you know, type of person that I am. I'm that way because I am Denise's child, okay? So let's not get it twisted no more. Now everybody can, you know, stop assuming they know my life story and just, you know, give it up for my mom. Because if you think I'm dope, then man, oh, man, you wish you could have known her. You know, on that note, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get up off of here because I still ain't even got dressed yet. So, <laughs> peace. <laughs>